Welcome to High Tea Obsessed. I am your host, Thomas Boomhauer, and joining me today, standing six feet tall and weighing in at a strapping 190 pounds, the heavyweight action movie expert champion of the world, JT the Milkman Coons. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm happy to be on here. That's a uh quite the intro i hope i can live up to it <laughs> i think you got it in you but you know who knows because today we face an absolutely herculean task the list has been whittled down our contestants have been weighed they've been measured and 60 of the 64 have been found wanting so now you and i must decide which of these four remaining heroes will emerge victorious and be crowned the greatest action movie hero of all time but before we get to that like I've promised, we've got a few quick odds and ends to get wrapped up. So, you know, if you've listened to all these episodes, you've arrived at the finale. There's probably some notable characters. You're like, why weren't they included? What's going on here? And so, you know, when I was making this list, I was consulting with people like Sean, JT, of course, Mike, some other people. And some notable people like Chuck Norris characters, right? Bruce Lee characters, Jet Li, Donnie Yen, all those type of things. They didn't make the cut, mostly just because I'm not into those movies. I haven't seen that many. They're just not on my brain. So I didn't want to watch, like... So I already had to rewatch a bunch of these. I don't want to watch, for the first time, a bunch of movies. Not sure if I'm going to like them negatively impacts the characters. So if it wasn't someone that I wasn't already super familiar with, or from something I haven't seen, didn't include them. Also, why no one from The Raid was included, which... Mostly just because I didn't know any of the names from people from the raid, so I felt like that was a fair exclusion, even though those are, like, some of the best action movies out there. Also, like I said a couple times, any list like this is going to be subjective and subject to, like, some of the biases and just, like, I want to have fun, I'm going to do whatever I want type of thing, which is why the dudes from the nice guys are in here, and of course, JT, our guy, Jerry Pierce from Tide. Our boy. Our boy. And I think that might be one of the biggest upsets. He went down round one. To Maximus, you know. I lost a lot of money on that. I thought he was going to take the whole thing, bet the house on Jerry Pierce. But what are you going to do? Uh, I also left out Mel Gibson version of characters, which is why it is the Tom Hardy Mad Max. Just because Mel Gibson's just like, he's a shitty guy. Such as a guy. And I also left out Murtagh, Murtagh from Lethal Weapon. Just because, I don't know why, it was probably unfair. I just hadn't seen it in a while. And looking back, I'm like, he's probably someone I should have included. But, you know, anyway, we're going to start working our way towards brass tats at this point. So, JT, listening to these episodes back, um, going over the bracket and, you know, being consulted along the way, were there any upsets or victories that surprised you at all? Well, uh, you already mentioned the Jerry Pierce one, so I won't spend too much too much time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So right off the bat, uh, Frank Dukes, round one. We can't get him out of round one. He's... 329 and 0 in real life allegedly hey it's the only movie i think in this whole thing that's completely non-fiction everything happened what about tombstone yeah tombstone is hollywood wow not blood sport not holiday wider they're liars yeah the events of blood sport actually happened um unreal yeah so i mean that was surprising um i don't know wait, wait, wait. a lot about you're telling me, but 
Indiana Jones and melt Nazis' faces in World War II. That's not real. Oh, I forgot that he was on this. Okay, so there's two movies based in nonfiction on this on this okay. whole thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, Frank Dukes. That was that was upsetting. Um, I think he could have gone a little bit farther. I think he probably should have. That was probably so. I rewatched Bloodsport, and it's just like, I mean, it's an amazing movie, but it, it's so cartoonish. And then, like, I think it was just a bad matchup for me to wrap my head around him winning because Snowpiercer is so brutal and so just like visceral and violent and Bloodsport is too but it's in a much more like cartoonish there's the crazy sound effects all that stuff and he just like doesn't defend himself and then he's blind and just figures it out so it's just like yeah basically we have a cartoon character trying to kill someone who has to had to fight it for every day of his life for 20 years in life or death situations and maybe I'm just underrating dudes because of how like cartoonish and crazy Bloodsport is but have you seen those splits I did. That was they were mentioned. They're you unreal. Know, unreal flexibility. Unreal. He, and you kind of made you know you kind of help in our case here. Um, he fought the last guy blind and won. I know. I think that might have you know might have been an oversight on my part. I should have probably thrown less of a fight. We did roll for it, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, it, it happens. Um, I thought it's it's all right. Um, other than that, um, I think. Well, first of all. I think you were, you know, you were going through just like the bracket and leaving people off. I think you did a really good job with everyone on it. Like, Thank you. I think there's a lot of good characters. I think uh, the bracket, for the most part, I agree with a lot of the outcomes of it. Um, I was a little surprised to see Brian Mills over John Wick. Um, listening to it, I don't hate that it happened. I think it's just kind of surprising to see Brian Mills mm-hmm. overtake him there. But. Right, it does, especially like before you listen. If you were just to say Brian Mills beats John Wick, and you don't know that it's only the first movie's John Wick, and so part of that too, I think at that point, so Brian Mills had to go through, and we're going to recap everybody who everybody went through, but Brian Mills went through Ethan Hunt, Evelyn Salt, and Jason Bourne just to get to John Wick. So at that point, I'm like, okay, that's there's no way it's a mismatch, you know, because he already defeated like. I feel like Jason Bourne take Wick. Like I feel like that'd be that would be an also a sick fight. The spies region was crazy in general, but yeah. So at that point, I'm just like, all right, there's no way I'm not rolling for this. And then he just won on the dice. Right. You mean the the deadliest warrior simulations? Right. Would, we need Matt Skyder on the horn. Right. That be, might be one of the ones where it's like too close to call though. Someone only wins like 540 of them, so they can't definitively give them the win. Um, Same with Doc and Jango, probably. Yeah, that was that was another. I think that one came out right, but that one was one that could have gone either way. I mean, it went five OTs, so I think that's fair. Right. Yeah, um, and I like the setup that you guys had for that too. That was good. Doc was trying to convince him to to duel. That's what I think would happen. Yeah. No, that was good. Um, looking around, trying to see. So I think you know, for me, mm-hmm. the biggest one um, was John Matrix not making it out of round one. Yeah, that was that was one of the ones. There were a couple matchups that were like stupid for round one, just because I randomly, for the most part, did it. Mm-hmm. And Matrix versus Rambo was just like, what the fuck? That's a that's a big matchup in round one. I feel like right. That's I, that, I mean that could have been a fi- like final four if they were in different brackets, different regions, at least eight lead eight. Right. Um, like personally, I rank uh, Matrix higher than Rambo. Um, mm-hmm. 
but Matrix, I feel like, was someone who potentially could have been in the Final Four, um, but he lost in round one. So that's, I mean, Commando is just crazy, like the things that he does in that movie. Right. I mean, he can smell people coming. That's, and I, I mentioned that. I said they're in Natchitoli Plaza. You know, Rambo's sweaty. He's going to know exactly where Rambo is at all times. There's no way he's going to sneak up on him. Yeah. It's just, no, it's you know, the dice, happen. the dice were unfavorable. It's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, he smells people. Have you, I don't know the last time you've seen that movie, um, but when the bad guys in that movie are so scared of him, like the whole mm-hmm. time, they're like, he's right. they're like paranoid. Like they immediately realize they kind of like messed. It's similar. It's not as crazy as like John Wick is when they're like, you really messed up, but. Right, but it is similar. Similar. Um, he goes to that island. They know he's coming. And yes, he has a lot of mm-hmm. weapons, but he takes out all of them. He gets hit by a grenade, runs into a little shed. Guys, there's like five guys around with guns shooting. And then he kills him with gardening tools. He fights the last guy. I think he got shot in the shoulder or he was like, he was injured in the last fight somehow. When he throws the pipe through the guy. Yes. And that's the other thing. He throws a pipe through a person. Mm-hmm. Just tears a tree with one hand. Right. Just like on his arm. Yeah. Car- yeah. On his shoulder. I mean, yeah. A literal tree. Listen, I was there with you. I was right there with you. I was like <laughs> Matrix. Right. I so, should have pushed back a little harder and just, I should have cheated. I should have just been like, oh, Matrix won. Yeah. He got 11. But no, Matrix, so I definitely think he should have gone farther. Just me. Um, and then also, too, this is kind of a personal thing. Die Hard, great movie. I'm not huge on John McClane over Rambo either. Interesting. Um, I think that one was in Nakatomi Plaza, right? Um, I think it was in the house. Well, was that one in the house? I think so. And I don't know. I think McClane, especially in... Yeah, because the um, Rambo... He has a hard time advancing or advancing, uh, adapting, getting back himself back into civilization after the war. Mm-hmm. So that was a big factor because like he would be so uncomfortable in the house. And like so John McClane would just have such the upper hand in that environment. Like he would lay traps and stuff and he would, that's why we went with him. I get it. I also think the paranoia made kind of in like a, you know, right. One person, one man in or two men in one man out situation. The paranoia might kind of come into Rambo's favor as well there. But you're forgetting John McClane was barefoot, so he's tiptoeing around the house, you know? Yeah. Other than that, I think um, it went good. Um, There really wasn't any, you know, there were some fights that could go either way, but, Mm -hmm. like, no huge upsets, I guess. Right. And for the most part, the ones that could go either way, I think, were rolled for, so it was just, like, it was fair. I mean, pretty much like, especially the Elite Eight, I think was pretty much spot on with, I think, like looking at it. Yeah, the right guys made it at the end. Right. I mean, probably the, the only person in the Elite Eight would be like Mad Max, who is like kind of, he's not like the other people, in my opinion. Like he would be the weakest, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. But like, I mean, Fury Road is so crazy. He's, he goes off. He goes off. He does go off. That movie is like, that's an awesome movie. Yeah. Um, so one last thing before we get into the matchups and all that stuff. This whole idea originated because I watched, I rewatched Predator a few months ago. It's your favorite movie. One of the greatest movies of all time. And 
so then I texted you. I was like, yo, Predator's sick. All this nonsense we were talking and we get into it. And then we just try to figure out, we're like, what if we put the guys from Tombstone? We get Wyatt, Doc, Wyatt's brothers. We just drop them in and they have to fight the Predator. What happens? What if they have to fight Arnold as the Predator? What happens? What if Arnold has to fight them in Tombstone? What happens? All these situations. And then I was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to talk about this on the pod. And then I was like, wait a minute. And we started introducing all these characters, and then the bracket emerged. And I was like, I'm going to do this bracket. I consulted with you, I consulted with Sean, we started getting characters going. Brought in Mike, brought in Ben from Howler Pod, brought in Cross and PJ, did some of their input. And it was off to the races. So basically, people watch Predator, you'll get a great podcast idea, and I don't know, it'll be sick. Even if you don't get a podcast idea, just watch, watch Predator. Alright, so now, our first matchup. From the Gunslinger region, we have Jango Freeman facing off from the wildcard region, Dutch. So Dutch had to go through Tallahassee, Machete, John McClain, and Mad Matt to reach the final four. Some tough matchups, some not so tough. And Django, Django had a much more difficult path, I think. Atso Foley, kind of a cakewalk. Inspector Lee, I thought, kind of a cakewalk. Mitchell's Angel, I think that low key would have been a battle. You know, my guy Angel's nice with it. And then he had to fight Dot Holiday, the fastest gun in the West. This is the fastest gun in the South. Crazy matchup. Let's get into their strengths and weaknesses. Dutch. Strengths. Improvisation. Melee ability. Weapon skills. Gun skills. Marksmanship. Planning. He's an elite special ops operator who kills an indestructible alien. Essentially, you know, he's good at everything. For weaknesses, not a lot. Um, is what I had initially. <laughs> PJ added his uh his accent. You can't understand him, but you don't really need to. You know, he just has to yell, and we're good, right? And Django, what's he working with? Strengths. He's incredibly charming. You know, very likable. He's always saying cool stuff. His shooting skill and shooting speed is unparalleled, I think, because he beat Doc, so I think that's safe to say. Uh, he's also strong. I mean, no one's as strong as Pete Arnold in these movies, so what are you going to do? He's, you know, he's got the same cunning, intelligence, and like improvisation stuff that Dutch is working with. Maybe better, who knows. And willpower, you know? These guys, it's going to be a brutal matchup. Weaknesses for Django. His wife, who's not in here, and showmanship. You had any uh, anything to add for any input on that? Um, I think you know for Django, uh, mm-hmm. a weakness, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we would have to put like hand to hand on there, right? Like you don't see any of that in Django Unchained, is there? You don't see it. Um, I mean, he whips the one real brother, but that's it, really. Right, but so he's he's good, but like right, we just don't see. I it. think if he gotten a hand-to-hand with arnold yeah it's a, he's not that's a, right not his strength definitely right he's lacking right right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah i think that wasn't initially included because it was against the other gunslingers mm-hmm. who are not a well-rounded region in terms of hand-to-hand right. for the most part but yeah in, in a matchup against some of these other people i think relatively his hand-to-hand skills are, would be a weakness against anyone in the final four right Django is definitely much more of like a specialist when it comes to yeah. this. Yes, but he's like, I think it's the same kind of thing 
depending on the environment, where, like, if you start him at least two feet away from everyone except the bride, I think, in the final four, if it's, like, an open field, he's going to win. Like, if they're in, like, um, Fenway and they start anywhere farther apart than two feet, he's just going to draw on them and kill them quick. Right. Yeah, if he gets a jump on anybody, they're they're done. Right. Instantly. All right. So, a little wrinkle for the final four. We only kept the good environments, and we added some new ones. So, the environment's possible now. We kept Fenway Park, of course. You know, home of the iconic Achilles versus Maximus battle. We have Air Force One, still in flight. New environment, Newtown, from Black Ops. The original Newtown. Nakatomi Plaza, of course, still in there. Rust. And the final new environment, the All-Valley Sports Arena, from Karate Kid. And the kid that goes, put him in a body bag, Johnny. He's still there. <laughs> He's the only spectator. He's uh, I don't know. Maybe they pump in crowd noise like the uh, Falcons. Oof, ooh, this is kind of sick. So they're in Rust, one v one quickscope battle. We have to figure out what guns uh they have. So I think we give Jango. He gets that rifle and he gets the pistol. Um, so, you know, like two pistols and a rifle. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, what outfit is he in? You're thinking. I'm thinking the outfit at the end when he kills everybody at Candyland. I think it has to be. I mean, that's his final form. Right? Yeah, that's his set to salve. He looks cool. He's got the sunglasses. Yeah, he just went super sane in that final scene. So it's got to be that mm-hmm. one. Okay. And then Dutch. Um, what gun do we want to give him? I mean, he really only uses just a machine gun in it, right? With like, yeah, with the the grenade launcher. The one in the pit. Yeah, he's got the noob tube. Yep. That's classic. That's perfect that for is. Rust. He's just spamming noob tubes across the map. He uses that in when they storm the village, right? That's when he uses those. Yeah. Okay. Does do do do, do we want to give him those in this environment or no? I feel like that's unfair. I mean, because they're literally noob tubes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean that was kind. Of, if it's on if if it's on Rust, that's kind of classic modern yeah. warfare too. Type. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'll leave that up to you. I think no, just because I picture him in this in his other fights. I've thought of him like after they like during the bulk of Predator, like after they take down the village and they're in the jungle. Yeah, that's kind of where I pictured him mm-hmm. at, um, in an unspoken way. Mm-hmm. So I just picture him with the gun when he's like unloading into the woods, cho- chopping down everything. Right. Okay, that's fine. So he's just got just a machine gun. Right, and then like we can give him his improvised weapons, like the mach- uh the the knife, the bow, and all that, and the knife. Yeah. Do you have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Rust. Okay. So with um, with Dutch, maybe you should have done this one when you were talking about the strengths and weakness. Mm-hmm. Do we know how good he is with his, like, with the weapons and the melee? Do we ever really see that? Like, he takes out the um, village, but he's got a full right. team, and rewatching that scene, he doesn't the class do shoot a them up. They, whole lot. Like, he, he's right. obviously killing people, but I mean, he picks up a truck, mm-hmm. like rolls that into the village. So yeah, <laughs> right. I think, and then so we don't see any hand to hand really, even when he's fighting the predator. Right, because he, the predator's so he's just getting his ass above him. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I mean, a lot of it is its reputation, and it's we hear about him. I mean, he's stronger than Dylan. You know, that son of a bitch. Yeah, easy. Um, I mean, that is tough. But I know it's it is tough with some of these characters because they're just so cool, right? 
since like he defeated the predator, so you're just like, what, like who's gonna beat him? But um, I don't think we technically see how refined his skills are, but we just know everyone talks about him like he's a god, and then he beats the predator. Right. I mean, because Predator is almost, it's kind of just as much of a horror movie as it is an action movie mm-hmm. in a way. So he's not really, like, you know, they take over the village, but that's, he does that pretty, like, that's pretty easy for all of them. He's got the full team. Um, and then, like, when he's actually fighting the Predator, he doesn't, he's very tactical. Like, you can mm-hmm. see that, but he doesn't get. Um, and he's terrified of the Predator predator oh yeah so it is very much like a horror movie he's like almost the damsel in distress right and he figures out the thing with the mud um Mm -hmm. that it can't see him but that was by accident right so he didn't just know that he was using he like the predator walked past him and he was there in the mud he's like oh he can't see me Mm -hmm. now he did make a decision he was like all right well i can cover myself in mud and try and leave the jungle but he was like no i'm just gonna go kill this thing so he does, at first he's definitely terrified, but then he changes, you know, very quickly to like, mm-hmm. all right, let's go kill him. I mean, this is tough. Like Sean and I talked about, it's the classic movie thing where you got to see them at their lowest. And, you know, so a lot of these people, they take a beating mm-hmm. and then they overcome. And that was like, I listed it as a weakness because they just get the shit kicked out of them. Right. And it's like when they're against their peers and not a disposable bad guy, it's going to matter. So this is kind of like the same, not that exact same thing, but same kind of idea where it's like the shoot 'em up trope. We just see him spray and pray. We don't see the sniping, the elite marksmanship out of Django. Right. Hmm. So let me. So I, I mean, I feel like, you know, if if we wanted to be lame, it would just be like, who do we think would see the other one first, mm-hmm. and then that person would win. And it's tough because they're both like. You get the impression they're elite hunters, basically. Right. On Rust, there is that, you know, that middle section that's got a lot of cover. And then there's cover around the map, but you have those two big lines of sight areas on the left and the right. So So you're picturing Dutch just in that, like, uh, in the bowels, the little pipe area thing? Right. Are they aware of each other? Like... Yeah, they know they're, they're fighting, like, or they just know that there's someone there. They don't know exactly so who it is. I think they know that who they're fighting, but it's not like they don't know as much as we know about the other person. They just know it's like, oh, this guy's elite. He's like, what's going on? Gotcha. Not, he's not like this guy's the best of the best. They just know like, oh, Dutch is right. a bad motherfucker. Change, I can't mess around. I picture it so like here's what I'm picturing, kind of. You know, in these movies, they have the classic, oh, here's your assignment. Here's who you have to get. Mm-hmm. It's like that classic dossier. So there's obvi- there's always something missing. Turns out this guy has a daughter, whatever. That's why Z. Right. So they, they know, but there's there's a big glaring uh, weakness in the scouting report. I think, all right, so it's going to happen. They're going to see each other. Mm-hmm. I think they see each other almost at the same time. Mm-hmm. Django is able to pull on Arnold before... He can do anything, right. and he gets right. a shot, and he like wounds Arnold. He wounds him. Like, yep, like shoots him like in the chest, but not in the heart. Right, similar to like when he got hit by the shoulder cannon from the Predator. Right, because I think that would be what happened. So, and then from that point, Dutch gets behind cover, and he's like, "Okay, mm-hmm. this guy's he's hiding." Yeah. In there. So now he knows that Django is elite, and Dutch is wounded. That's the way I mm-hmm. see the initial. Right, account. and Dutch is like they both shoot at each other. 
Dutch misses mm-hmm. completely, and Django gets him once. Right. So then, in my head, I see Django trying to go up that ramp to get the high ground mm-hmm. up top. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Dutch is going to let him get up there with the machine gun. Interesting. What I was I was thinking Django would kind of hide in the uh, the like shipping containers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just they would be yelling at each other, trying to get them to come out. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then who's going to come out? So there? then, at that point, is that when Django's showmanship kind of comes into play? Like he can, like I said, with Doc, like maybe he can get goaded into it, into going in there. Especially if we think that Django gets the first shot, I think the showmanship comes into it because then he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, I've already got this guy." Right. You know, like, this is. I mean, it is tough because they're so good, but it feels kind of crazy to say anyone would beat Dutch again. Well. Yeah, it does. Well, so that's where I think it's going to get into. Um, Django's going to be a little bit cocky, especially if he gets that first shot. And Dutch, like we saw in Predator, he's going to figure out some sort of trap on that map. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of spots that you can do that. Right. I think the default thing in all of these has been that they always get to hand to hand for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because it's more fun to just think they like they wasted all their bullets shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. So I kind of picture what happens is Django gets Dutch to shoot all his gun, like shoot all the bullets out of the machine gun and then goes in there with the pistol to take him out. Mm. And Dutch like throws it up. They shoot it and then they're in hand to hand. Yeah. At which point I think Dutch would win. I don't I don't know that he necessarily tricks Django. I think Django gets the upper hand with getting him to shoot everything. Mm-hmm. And then Dutch is just too strong when he goes in there to kill him because he's hiding up in like the the little bit of areas you can hide. One thing, though, is Dutch is huge, and that area is very, it's, like, tight. It is pretty small. So it'd be very hard for him to hide, even if he's camping. And it's, it's. I mean, I guess he did kind of bury himself in the sand a little bit, but it's so hot, that would, like, burn him, you know? I don't think he'd care. <laughs> right, right, right. Dutch is pretty, I mean, he's insanely durable, so a little bit of heat was not going to bother him. A little bit, but it would be more than that. This is tough. It feels like we should roll, but I think Dutch wins, and we can. I think we can advance Dutch. Yeah, if you're, if you're, that's where you're at. I mean, I think Dutch definitely wins. It's just a matter of how they get to that hand to hand, which right. I think ends I up think happening. it'd be. I think it's like Dutch wins, and especially in yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's close. I think like if we were able to do simulations of this, it would be like. 55 to 45 type of thing. Just because Django's so quick with the gun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other thing, though, even without the hand-to-hand, how many times has Django gone up against someone with a machine gun? Right. Like, would he be like, what the fuck is that? I mean, possibly, but he essentially goes against people with machine guns because it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, and he's fighting, like, 80 people at once. That's true. And they're all shooting at him with the mm-hmm. pistols going, bah, 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 and the rifles and repeaters and everything. Right. So I think he is, because he's used to fighting 1 versus 10 to 15, mm-hmm. it's the equivalent. So I don't think that would scare him as much. Right, because he would, because Dutch would not come out from behind cover, even if he's not able to trick him. So he'd have to get close. Right. And at that point, Dutch is going to, even if Django gets like another shot off, I don't think it would be a fatal one. So Dutch might be really wounded at the end. But I think right. it comes down and to And then it. he just regenerates because it's... Because, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, he just... Right. I think Django, like, even when they're... Like, he shoots the gun up, I think 
Jane Doe like stabs him or something too, and then it's just Dutch endures and chokes him. Yeah, I think Django would get a lot of shots, especially in Rust, just the mm-hmm. range of sights that they have. Um, but yeah, it would get right. they would have to get close to each other, and at that point, Dutch would just right. I think. Him. I mean, it is tough to say. Like, I think because Dutch is more well rounded, he advances, and just because the nature of this has been trying to narrate what happens in the fight. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we default to like the typical action movie thing where Dutch is shot and wounded yeah. even though Jane Doe like I don't think misses in the movie like he would definitely just shoot him in the head and his head would explode if it, if Quentin Tarantino was directing yeah who's yeah who's the who's the star of this uh, right is fight? it McTiernan or is it Tarantino right I mean because yeah I mean realistically if Django sees him he just shoots him in the head Right. But that could be but for anybody. That's, just, that's not what we've been doing, right? He could just do that so the I rest think, of the bracket and just right. be anybody in any movie ever with that so type of logic. I, Dutch advances to the national championship. Mm-hmm. It hurts because we both love Jane Doe. Yeah. But, you know, it's the nature of the game. I mean, give it up for Django. Right. He beat Doc, you know. Yeah, and I think, and it, you know, in other in other environments, he should have washed Dutch. That if they were in Fenway, if they were in the All Valley Tournament Arena, yeah, I think he just he, he, like there's no cover. Boom. Well, if they were in center field of Fenway, it's over, right? Because Dutch Dutch has a machine gun, but Django's gonna even shoot in quicker. like in Newtown and stuff, like pretty much any anywhere else, it's like Air Force One or Frost are the two where Dutch has the advantage. Well, even Newtown though, you got the two houses. But Django, I mean, we Django's final scene was in the house, so right. And also, Dutch would have to like they have to get there, you know. Uh, Django has the range advantage, so when he's there's not, I mean, there is cover, but I think Django's so good. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, Dutch win. Yep. Which brings us to the one seed from the non-gun region: Beatrice Kiddo, The Bride, Black Mamba, from Kill Bill, Volume One. Versus two seed Brian Mills from Taken from the Spies region. Now, Brian Mills went through the most difficult bracket of any of these people by far. Mm-hmm. Round one, he goes through Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. Then he has to face off against Evelyn Salt. Yep. Both of them incredibly tough. Then he has to fight Jason Bourne, who, you know, possibly could have won the bracket. If he was in a different region. Yeah. And then in double overtime, he defeated John Wick. Yeah. So that's just like, that's a murderer's row. Any, I mean, almost any of them could win the bracket, except for maybe Salt. Right. If it was seated differently, which is, you know, I could probably just keep this as the podcast now. It's just reseeding the bracket and getting different guests and all that. And it would come out differently every time. Uh, The Bride had to go through Zorro, you know, no slouch. Oh, this is a fun matchup. Leonidas, also tough. Uh, Tommy Ryerton Conlin from Warrior, who's just incredibly brutal. And then Achilles, which, you know, that's that's decent too. I mean, beating Achilles is not not easy. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, we have two seasoned competitors, two just like absolute units. And here's something they have in, in common, you know, strengths. Termination and willpower. These are two characters that no matter what will not give up. Uh, so let's run through their strengths and weaknesses for both. Brian Mills, marksmanship, marksmanship at close range. 
uh, determination, willpower, handguns. We don't see him with any long guns in the movie. Planning and improvisation. Detective work and throat punching. He punches so many dudes in the throat and it's sick. He's just like honestly sick hand to hand. That's why he beat John Wick. Yeah. Uh, weaknesses. You know, it's like a Neeson American accent. If he says his things in a way that no American does, even when he like, it's just not great. Uh, he's forty nine. It's you know he's a little old. And like I said, we don't see him with any long guns in the movie. Now, Beatrix Kiddo strengths again willpower. She got shot in the head, comes back. It takes her like thirteen hours to recover from muscle atrophy. Insane. Uh, sword fighting, knife throwing, endurance, stamina, hand-to-hand combat, intelligence, mama mentality. Yep. Weaknesses. She gets the shit kicked out of her. The, like, horribly. Yeah. She gets beat up. And it just, I mean, it doesn't matter. But, like I've said, you know, she's going against another hero. So I think it does now. It definitely does, especially if the other hero knows to double tap. Right. Right. Shoot her in the head eight times. Yeah. Just unload her and save all your bullets until then and just shoot her in the head. Yeah. Don't relax after she looks dead. Oh, my just God. go over there and empty your clip. <laughs> but even then, right. who knows? Maybe she gets up. Uh, so we got Natatomi Plaza for the environment, which is good because, you know, the bride already is so... OP. We need Brian Mills to get a little bit of help. Yeah. Let's see. Hmm. I mean, so off the bat, the bride is much better. Yes. Just because she's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Mills is so like. I think if I had known that the bride would was if I had done this the uh, non-done region first, I would have withdrawn my. Brian Mills wins and gone on the John Wick train, which is unfair, but that's, I think I would have done that because that matchup would be better. Ironically, but um, alright, so Mills has his pistol mm-hmm. and the bride has her Hattori Hanzo blade, yep. best blade ever made. Okay, So we have to give I mean, Mills is a big guy, so he can't do the John McClane climbing around thing as well. You know, he can't be up in the elevator shaft climbing around doing all that stuff. No, but there's still a lot of places for him to get cover and hide. Right. You know. I mean, she's going to do the thing where she's just like, she's going to dodge all his bullets and she's going to cut anything she throws at her in half. Right. Hmm. I mean, yeah. And if he... I think we're going to do the same thing where, like, I think somehow... He disarms her, and he runs out of bullets, and they're fighting hand-to-hand, and it's incredibly brutal. How long does it take them to find each other? I mean... <laughs> it's a big building. Right. That's always the thing <laughs> yeah. with this when it's a big environment. Um, right. I mean, it's not really going to play into it, but... I feel like... Endurance could come into play if they're, you know, just looking for I each guess, other for like yeah, a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like what would happen is like they start off and they're walking mm-hmm. and then they see each other and she like swipes at him, he shoots at her, and they both run away and then they're hiding trying to find each other mm-hmm. thing. So <sighs> does is the bride able because I know we're 
mostly go to the hand in hand, but is the bride able to get mm -hmm. close to Brian Mills? Right. Um, I think so. I think, I mean, she, I think she dodges it because she's incredibly fast, you know? Yeah. And, but the thing is, they're both super elite. Like, we know Brian Mills is basically like a sketchy government agent. Like, he would go into places he shouldn't and kill people. Yeah. Essentially, is the vibe we get from Tatum. Like, he was like the best one. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, he's going to be like peeking around but a lot here's, and hiding. Yeah. Here's another thing. He would definitely be sympathetic towards her because. He's not gonna. He's gonna be like, damn, like you've been through it. Why are we fighting? Like, let me, let me save you. Yeah, but like, is she gonna tell him that? How would no, he know? <laughs> he's got the dossier. He's got the dossier. He sees it in her eyes. <laughs> he sees the pain. He's like, I can help you. It's like I have a daughter. Please. <laughs> he's like, let me introduce. Let me take you home. All right. We'll get this. So you have a daughter. I have a daughter. So they both withdraw themselves from the bracket, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I guess how does how does the bride get close to Brian Mills is in Nakatomi Plaza? I, th I think just movie bullshit. Okay. I think I just I can't picture her not getting close to him. Right. And if she has her her sword, that's not going to go good for Brian. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. Right. I think though, like he does, he hits her. Like okay, here's what I'm picturing. He's in the office kitchen. Um. And she comes running in. He hits her in the head with a toaster. And she drops the Why sword. Why is he using a toaster? Because he's in the office kitchen. He, he just swings a toaster at her. Like, he's out of oh, bullets. Oh, he's out of bullets. Point. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, like, he, a kitchen he, knife isn't... He uses the toaster. <laughs> I like it. Well, Let's it's, go an off, I'm, it's an office. Yeah. You can't have a knife in a kitchen, really. The it's toaster a oven or just a toaster? Um, It's a toaster. Okay. Just a toaster. So she drops the sword, and then now they're fighting, both trying to get to the sword. Just sort of like... The trailer fight in Kill Bill is what I'm picturing happens. Okay. Or in Kill Bill 2. Yep. And then maybe maybe he's like reloading when this happens and she like charges him. Something like that. Okay. I just think I think this would be kind of like a long fight where they both take turns beating each other and then running away, hunting each other again. Mm -hmm. Because it is kind of a the awesome environment, it is tough to get the sword to its full power. You know, it's not great for it has the one sided blade. And if he can keep it sort of contained and box, keep her boxed in, but then she can dodge and hide in that same environment. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. If he doesn't get the sword out of her hands and he's out of bullets, then it's game. And I think she did like chop his sword. His, I feel like she did chop his gun in half somehow. You know? If Quentin Tarantino was directing this, then definitely. Right. I think even if the other guy was directing it, I think in I think in Tatum that could happen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, here's my question. Yep. Can he punch her in the throat before she plucks out his eye? I think he could pull that off. I think he could get a throat punch. I in. think here's what I'm picturing. She, they like, they definitely do that thing where they punch each other super hard and they're both incapacitated, just lying on the ground. Mm -hmm. Who gets up first? I think Beatrix, and then I think she wins. She's, I mean, Brian Mills is incredibly durable, but right. If you're talking, I mean. It, who would you say has more will, too? I think it would be her. Right. I mean, unless... I mean, I'd imagine for this, all these situations, he thinks the person has his daughter, or is like because otherwise he's not involved, right. right? So, there is that, but she just does not give up. No, she does not. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they could have a good fight, but in the first movie, does she fight anyone huge? I don't. I don't. I don't think, think so. so. Like he's a big guy. You know, Liam Neeson is big. Right. And he pats a wallop. He does. I mean, yeah, he could. I mean, he, and he's he's brutal too. Like, I mean, he flips a table with people sitting at it, and then kills like what, four or five guys in yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, and that scene, he didn't even. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think here. Here's here's a situation for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, so she's she gets right back in the game of killing after waking up. Yeah, I guess she was in a coma, so it's not like she, so. I'm picturing, you know, when he's talking to his former French friend, and he's like, you forget things, like the weight of a gun when it's fully loaded, right. that thing. Did she forget anything? I mean, she was in a coma, so I guess not, but we can't get him saying something cool. Because then I think he wins if she, if he can say something cool. Hmm. Essentially where I'm at is the bride, I'm, the bride is going to win this, I think, yep. this fight. Okay. I'm trying to think of a scenario where brian mills wins and i'm having trouble thinking of it unless he just gets a good shot immediately yeah and then i don't that's not fair because we just gained a loss on the same thing right we're not just going to say you got shot in the head right Right. i think i i'm right there with you i think when i looked at this i was like oh it's going to be the bride and dutch but we have to right for content's sake Mm -hmm. and i mean there are there are situations i don't know if brian mills could really ever beat the bride Unless he just shoots her. Right. Which is not in the spirit of what we've been doing for five days. No. Even if it was hand-to-hand, like, without the sword, I still think she can beat him. She's going to yeah. explode I his think, heart. I mean, it would be... Right. It would be a long, terrible fight, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I think she wins. I think... Uh, yeah, let's not front. Yeah. You know, we're in the final. Dutch versus the Bride. Two incredibly... Incredibly worthy foes. Wow, what a battle! Yeah, here they are. I mean, this when you look at the when you look at the bracket all the way back, I think this is where a lot of people's heads are going to be at. This is where my head went. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Okay. The arena always plays here. a big uh, part, but I think this one in particular right. is going to be. That's why I introduced it, because otherwise it'd just be like, right. we would know who's going to win. Yeah. Um, so, we are in Newtown. Okay. So the bride has her sword. Dutch has the machine gun and the knife. Mm-hmm. Say, they start out, I picture the bride is in the house that has like the, the yard in the back. They both have the yard. Towards like the right in the map, the right of the map, I feel like. Does it have the garden in the back or no? No, wait, do they both have a garden? It has the swing set, I feel like. I'm thinking the yeah. one. Alright, it doesn't matter. They're on the opposite ends <laughs> of the map. One in one house. Right. Um Does no. Dutch get a cross map throwing knife for the win? <laughs> no. Okay. So no, he does not. She definitely deflects it. She hears it okay. coming. He tries it <laughs> like, and she deflects it. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think they need is another knife if that's the case. He needs two knives. We can give him an extra one. <laughs> Hits up a throwing knife. He found it. Yeah. Someone had. He has a scavenger pro on. Absolutely. 
right. This is, I think this is a good environment for these two. Yeah. No one is unfairly uh, advantaged. Here. No. Um, we definitely got to get them in the same house. They will. So who okay. who do you think is more likely to try and advance the other house? The bride, because she doesn't have a gun. So I th- I was thinking the opposite. That Dutch would be more likely to. She's gonna wait him out. Well, he would feel more comfortable moving across the map. But I guess too, I, if, maybe he if would he just does realize that, that he has the advantage in trying camp out there. If he does that, he loses easy. I think if he tries to go to her. Yeah, I think you're right. She's she's gonna be like on top of the bus and then just jump behind him and cut his head off. But she's got the yellow suit too, you know. Yeah. So she can blend in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is basically alien versus predator. These, these, <laughs> yeah. these two fighting. Okay, so she's gonna be able to get across the map without. Does she get wounded at all while he's got the machine gun? Um, maybe I don't think so. I think she dodges between everything, and he can't get her. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just maybe he uses the new tube in this one, and he blows up a car, and she gets a little shrapnel okay. or shell shot or something. All right. But um, I Nothing think crazy. I think what happens is they get in the house, and she can't use the sword because it's too tight, mm-hmm. and then they're hand to hand fighting. That's the best situation. Or like maybe they do the knife versus sword fight, mm-hmm. and she chops his knife in half. Her sword is so cool. The sword it's is awesome. Cool. So it's like such a sword in movies, almost yeah, definitely. If not. So, so I mean, I I think they get into the house, mm-hmm. and she's able to use the sword somewhat, but it's definitely hindered. And she's gonna have the advantage when she has the sword, and she's gonna be winning or maybe get some shots in on Dutch with it, but uh-huh. nothing. No, she's yeah, like it doesn't. She doesn't cut a limb off somehow. Like it, right, Saints. He's so muscular, he just <laughs> and bounces off. Um. It cuts in, but then it's stuck, and he like grabs it. I think and throws it. I think for Dutch, the only way I think for him to have a chance here, he's they're going to get in the fight in the building. Mm-hmm. He's going to be losing, and then he's going to like somehow get away, like jump out the window or something. <laughs> like he's yeah. going to like get one good punch and kind of like knock her down. Yeah. He's going to dip out the window. And, and then her, he's going like to be he, hiding, and she has to like try. And, he doesn't have his gun. Bleeding, yeah. So right, she doesn't. Have, the sword is somehow out, even with even, the sword. I think she like, so. She's hunting sword. him with the sword. Yes, and, and he's, he's like now she's hunting him somehow. Now this is like Nuketown twenty twenty five, where there's those mannequins. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he moves, gets rid of one of them, and then he stands really perfectly still, <laughs> and she doesn't realize, and then he gets to jump yeah. on her. <laughs> There's mannequins. Was there? I can't. I haven't played the original one in so long. There were definitely. Oh, she definitely. She definitely puts her outfit on one of the mannequins and like a wig, and then he shoots that. That's how he runs out of bullets. Is she? That's his last bullet. But then somehow, somehow she also is in the same outfit, even though she took her outfit off. She still has it on. Mm -hmm. Something crazy like that happens for sure. Or she took one of the mannequins' outfits, puts that on. Something happens. Right. So. Oh man, this fight. It's like I don't. I don't know. It's so crazy. Here's are his arms long enough that he can choke her and hold her far enough away that she can't hit him as he's choking her to death. And like clawing up his arms and going nuts. If, is he that is he big enough? If for she that? didn't have the sword. Right. Yes. Hold if on. she didn't have the sword. I mean the guy is huge. Let's do research on this. Because I think here that they're gonna get an initial fight. 
and Dutch mm-hmm. is going to get away and realize that he can't mm-hmm. do that. Otherwise, so, he's right. dead. Arnold's six foot one, so it looks like about six. His wingspan's also about six feet. Uma Thurman is five eleven, so they're about the same height. He has two inches on her. Not a huge advantage. Yeah, but I also don't think she has a six foot wingspan. <laughs> I mean, people typically have about the same wingspan as they are tall. Right. So, but would she be able to put him in like a? If she's if he's choking her, can she like whip up her legs and put him in like a UFC chokehold? Maybe, but I'm I don't think he's tall. Yeah, I don't think he's tall enough that she can't do enough any damage as he's choking her out. Oh no, he definitely would. Um, but so I think. I think Dutch, so I think they fight, Dutch gets away, mm-hmm. and then he realizes that he can't just get, I think he tries to set a trap. Mm-hmm. And as we know, he's really good at that. He mm-hmm. tricked the ultimate hunter, the ultimate hunter, right. the ultimate predator, is probably a better word. Um, mm-hmm. But here's my question, is he the ultimate predator or is she? You know, the Viper squad, she takes out all of them. They're the elite of the elite. And she kills Bill. She does kill Bill. I mean, this is only the first this is only the first one. So we only have we have the fight against Crazy Eighty Eights, which is incredible. Right. We have a fight against uh O'Ren. Mm-hmm. We have the fight against Vivica Fox's character. Right. Or her different name. Mm-hmm. Well, because like we were talking about with Dutch, we don't see a lot of like hand to hand stuff. I mean, we know he's crazy durable because the predator's just beating him, and he's getting mm-hmm. up, and the predator is insanely strong. Um, he doesn't even break Dutch's nose, and he's like punching him in the face. <laughs> so he's got something on his side, but it's going to come down to if they stay hand to hand in the house, she wins. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dutch gets away. Do we think that he can effectively set up a trap? for her and get the upper hand using what like can he raid a car to explode maybe he could do that i mean but i don't think i don't know if that helps him enough honestly you know like she she takes so much damage she does it's so this is why it's so tough that she's in here because she got shot in the head and she lived um right but i mean i think he man oh man oh man he gets away okay i mean he survived the predator hunting him yes i don't think she's as good of a hunter as the predator i mean the predator got a little cocky right he took off his Mm -hmm. his mask and his shoulder cannon i think that was respect more than cocky it was he was like, I fucked with this guy. Right. He's a worthy foe. He saw him as a worthy opponent. Hmm. But you know what? The bride would do that too, I think. You think hmm. so? Yeah. He would either get the... I think he would get the sword out of her hand somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we said Brian would do that. So I think it's fair to say right. that Dutch would also. Do they... I, hmm. I wish... Predator, I'm, I'm, I wish it was Matrix because he's like a little bit more campy than Dutch even. Yeah, definitely. So them, them, them fighting would be funnier because he would like be fighting with a pipe and she would cut it in half and make like this ridiculous face. Yeah. I mean, Dutch, I think 
while he's fighting, just how crazy durable she is, he would still be able to use a line, what the hell are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would he be, after their first fight in the house, would he be just as scared of her as he is of the Predator? I think pretty close. Yeah. Because it's definitely, it would definitely be, if he had, it would be the second closest he's come to death, definitely in his life. I'm picturing, you know, the Pickle Rick episode when he's fighting Danny Trejo, yeah. and they're both, like, repairing their wounds and yelling. Right. I feel like that would happen. He's like, ah. And she's like, he's like, you should know, this is the second closest I've ever been to death. <laughs> I mean, he could still say the "you're one ugly motherfucker" line to Uma Thurman. I think that would be in line. Wow, that's kind of out of All line. Right, we can put cut that in post. You think Uma Thurman <laughs> is ugly? No, I don't know. Dutch definitely brings a car to explode. Yeah, I think that's what happens in the like I said. Like she's dazed from that. Yeah, I think that's the first thing. What like, while she's going to him, he she he had rigged that. Okay. He's like say goodbye. It's him with that. Yeah, it blows up the car. He gets out. I mean, this sucks. This oh, is man. tough. It's uh, how much do you trust? A... So Dutch outsmarted the predator. Mm-hmm. How much do you trust that he's going to be able to do that with this? And she does like. It's also tough now because I'm thinking about the second one a lot when I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But like, she opens the trailer to fight uh, Bill's brother. I don't know if it's even his real brother, but the guy who shoots her with rock salt yep. and then buries her alive. Like, she walks right into the trailer. Right. She's not. You know, and she, like, Vivite Fox gets a shot off at her. Uh-huh. Um, right. So, I mean, if she's done that, Dutch can definitely trick her and trap her. Mm-hmm. Get her in a sticky situation. I, fuck. It feels so crazy. I think Dutch wins, but I think it's so crazy to say that, that anyone beats the bride. I think he's the only one in the bracket who could just because if in this scenario... Right. If he escapes, right, is able to daze her, escapes, right. and then is setting up a trap, I think she would walk into it. Yeah, I think this one would definitely be Deadliest Warrior too close to call. Right. I guess, I think so. I think he traps her, wounds her. Now, the last question would be... Do they both die? <laughs> well, so we said you have to double tap the bride. Yeah. Arnold did not double tap the predator. Oh, no. So then... Right, but I mean, he blows himself up. Right, but Arnold could have stopped that. Yeah, he could have. He was gonna hit him in the head with the rock, oh, oh, and oh, then oh, stopped. Oh, oh. Does she? But so are you saying like maybe? What does he? How? Oh, but here's my question: How does he beat her? Like he just pummels her with his fist? Well, he definitely could if she's knocked out. If not knocked right. out, but if she's incapacitated or anything, he yeah, could just, he is huge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he, I mean, because you see her get beat a lot in that. Yeah, movie, so, so she's not like. Are you saying like he? Here's what's happening: like he chokes her, and like then she she's dead, right? We think she he thinks she's dead. We all think she's mm-hmm. dead. Like they've been fighting, he's like choking her and slamming her into things right. for like ten minutes. She stops, and all of a sudden, like he's walking away. She gasps, springs up, and they're bad fighting again. <laughs> And then now he knows he has to double tap, but he's fucked up at this point. So is she, though. This is definitely the hardest fight in the whole bracket. Right. Which it should be. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know how entertaining this is going to be for listeners, but this is a real deliberation process. We should have done this live so we could have had call-ins. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Dutch versus the bride. I think the Dutch, I think Dutch gets her. 
You think Dutch gets her? I mean, what what is your heart telling you here? I kind of picture her like it's he chokes her out at the end, like I was saying. I think, yeah, like they. She, it's just, I mean, I think they get in a fight. So if she gets up for the double tap, she runs at him without anything, like jumps, and he just grabs her by the leg and like slams her into a car, and then double taps. Right, because we we have been doing this where they get hand to hand, they lose their weapons when it's so even like this. So yeah, I think you know, I think Dutch wins. I think you're, I think we can do that. How do you feel about that? Do you want to roll? Um, I'm not super happy with it, but I think it makes sense. I think this is a coin flip. Unless honestly. the bride just gets him that, in that initial fight in the house, just kills him, which is very possible. Right, which is possible. And it also, I mean, if you're right and he does hunt her, mm-hmm. I think she wins easily. Right. They did in the beginning. So I guess it would come down to, because I think if she has to end up hunting him, he's going to win because we that's his wheelhouse. That's exactly what he does. But do we think that he can get away from her in that initial conflict? I think if it's his movie, yes. But <laughs> if not, no. If it, Even if it's not her movie, if it's just a neutral movie, I think he she wins. So here's my question. So I said him when he was fighting Jango, it's him in the jungle after the initial battle mm-hmm. in the village. Yeah. So I think so. This is before he's fought the predator. Mm-hmm. So I think he would be in the hunting mindset, right? Because he he's never faced a worthy foe before. Like he's never faced an equal. He would be in the hunting mindset. I think so, because he was at first they were like kind of hunting the predator, well, and then it killed a couple of them, and then they were like, "Oh, we have to just get out of here." Right. So, I mean, either way, it goes to an initial fight, hand to hand, unless he because I don't think he gets, I don't think he's able to shoot her. So I don't think the machine gun. Somehow, I think the machine gun is a non-factor in this. Yeah, I think she jumps from like, and like lands on him or something. And does she just stab him then, or do they fight then? Right, because I think that's the initial thing. Is he's they're gonna have a fight, and if he escapes that fight and she has to hunt him, he wins. Does he get out of that initial conflict alive? Can he live with a with after losing an arm? Does he have anything that cauterizes his wounds? There is kitchens. He definitely he definitely loses a limb. I mean, if the kitchens work, he could turn a stove on. And Does he do what Dylan does when he loses his arm? Does he, like, nah, and then just keep shooting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But... Right. What if, what if he calls in his team and she's in the house and it's just like that one scene where they're just unloading into the jungle? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. This is, I don't know. It is. Does I, he get away from her? I think that's the question. And I think that's what, okay. we can live You're with the anything Dutch else expert. from that. Does he... I think he de- like he has to lose a limb, right? If she gets to jump on him in the when he's hunting her. So if he loses an arm... So does he live, but he's at like a huge disadvantage at that point, and then somehow choke her out still? How does he get away? I don't know. That's... Like if they're in the house, if they're fighting in the house, like the upstairs, Mm -hmm. and she does something and he's able to get like, because I would imagine if he punched her, that would be enough to like, like connect him with one clean punch. That would be enough to not. I think her ears are raining. Like maybe knock her down, like kind of dazed for a second. And he's able to like 
jump out the window mm-hmm. and land because that's just something that he can do because he fell from a tree in predator right when the predator was shooting and he landed fine and it got I up. Think so he also sends himself down a waterfall i want to say yeah right like so and then lands in the mud so jumping out of the second story window he can that's, that's not even gonna affect him he's just gonna get up she doesn't have a gun mm-hmm. i think if she starts hunting him mm-hmm. he's gonna have some sort of trap and he's gonna kill her at that point if he gets away what are you thinking are you thinking something else i don't know i think i think I think I'd convince myself he would hunt her. Do you? So, if where are you at on that? Would he hunt her? Because that's what you thought, right? At first, and I think you're right. Well, I guess. So he's gonna know he has the machine gun, and she doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, would he just camp? I don't think he's a camper, but I don't think she is either. Right. I think they would both be moving around, trying to get mm-hmm. sight on the other one. So they would be like so simultaneously hunting. Right, so n- neither of them lays a trap at first. Right. They're not just posted up in there with like claymores and the right, garden. Right, right. But I was picturing like she, maybe she has her suit on a mannequin, like I said, and she's like on top of a bus waiting for him to go hunting mm-hmm. and then jumps and cuts him in half. Do you think he would get fooled by the suit? Yes, because it's like, I just think it's that type of movie, but. Potentially. So if if we're saying that doesn't happen, I think Dutch wins. So I think we can do it. So that's like one specific situation, and there's so many variables. So I think Dutch can win. I think that's okay. I'm okay with it. Comfortable with it? Mm-hmm. I do think it's like too close to call, and if we had other people, maybe it would change. But I think, I mean, it's a good outcome. If anyone can, it's Dutch. Right. That's the thing. Like, he's the only one, I think, who could. So do we make that call and say that he does? I think we have to. You know, we have to put the menace down. We have to save society. Yeah. Your national champion, the greatest action movie hero of all time, is Dutch. I'm sweating. <laughs> it's it's tough when we and we didn't we didn't chicken out and we didn't roll. We just we had to figure it out. Oh my god! So we get we got to get McTiernan and uh, and Tarantino in here and just figure out what's going on. But guys, what what do you think would happen? I would I would love I feel like Tarantino would have somehow like a very thoughtful, very nuanced approach to what would happen. Like he would just be like, That's a fantastic question. Like, let me get into this. Do you have his email? I I don't. Let me tweet <laughs> at him. Let me see if anyone at the Rainer Sean Fantasy will give it to me. My boy Chris Ryan, uh, can you get He would either get into it or he would get He'd very offended or he would love right. it. I think he'd be like, are you kidding? Like, you saw her kill all these, like, you think Dutch is going to beat her? Or he'd be like, that's, this is, this is the best question I've ever been asked. You know, I've thought about this a lot myself. Mm-hmm. Wait, in Newtown, you say? Okay. Right. Okay. Big, big Call of Duty guy, Quentin Tarantino. Notoriously. Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino, come on. High key obsessed, coward. You coward. Come out, you coward. Coward. Matuna, come on. Right. I mean, so I don't. Just to kind of touch on it again, what we're saying, the Dutch beat the bride. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's almost more that he survived the bride more than yes. beat her. Like, he didn't... Yeah, like, he's he's down at least one limb. Right. He might die at the end, and then she comes back to life, and then we fight. Right. Like, I think it's important to say that he did not just beat her in a fight. He survived no. the Barely. bride. 
Right. Right. And then maybe in post credits she wakes up and we set up action action hero movie bracket number two. Yep, recent. <laughs> yeah. All new regions. Right. That's next year. Next summer. Wow. We've done it. Months in the making. So I've watched so many movies. I've uh you watched so many movies. You've been very prepared. Tried to. You've been basically my number one collaborator on this because you're the only one I could tell all the secrets to. Yeah, right. You can't give away. And all. it's been a long journey, literally months of recording, uh, a lot of editing, all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. What a journey. Dutch, ladies and gentlemen, Dutch is the greatest action movie hero of all time. Big, huge, enormous shout-out to everyone who helped along the way. Shout-out JT, shout-out Mike, shout-out Sean, shout-out Ben, shout-out Cross, shout-out PJ. Huge thank you to everybody. Shout-out Chris for helping, shout-out, um, you know, everybody. So many people for helping. Really appreciate you all. And thanks for everyone who entered the bracket challenge. You know, uh, I'm on vacation right now as we speak, so... Don't really know what NetSuite's episode will bring, but I can tell you this. It's going to be gasoline. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you listen to the other episodes. I don't know if I've attracted random people. If you've stumbled across this series, this podcast, um, check out my other stuff. It's weird, it's wacky, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, If you did what you're hearing, as always, make sure you drop that five-star rating, that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Helps me rise up the charts, makes me feel good. Follow us on Instagram at high underscore obsessed underscore podcast and on Twitter at high podcast. Check out the website, hightobsessed.com. You know, it's got my old blog posts from the myriad websites I've had. And they're kind of just, they're same kind of stuff, same kind of vibe as the podcast. So until next time. Don't-